Shalom Abrachor Abdul Mesechis Kedushin Nafim Mem Hey. Today's daf discusses Katana's father's consent to Kedushin. We discuss Yibum and Miun when it comes to a Katana who got married with her own das without her father. We discuss whether we need the son's consent to his own marriage. We discuss how Katana cannot be Mekudashes Bibi Zoyoin. We discuss. When the katana ends up marrying the uh, father's relative instead of the mother's relative, uh, kedushin, we discuss the nisuin without the father's consent. We discuss the nisuin with the present father who remains silent. We begin with the Menachemin, who says that the whole discussion of the father's consent is only when there was already shaduchim that there was already discussion that they were going to get married. Ulo, however, says. He disagrees with Shmuel, who said that this katana is going to need both a get and miyun. He says that she doesn't even need miyun. She's not married at all if the father was not present. Gemara says, wait, does that mean even if there was a discussion that they would get married? Isn't there some assumption that the father would have consented? So the Gemara answers, there's actually two separate tanas. One tana said, that... There was Shaduchim involved, and the, another Tana said Ula's halacha that she doesn't need me or nothing to do with Shaduchim. There are those that say that Ula holds that if a Katana was Miskadeshes without her father's consent, she does not need even Miun. Now, if Kahana asks, in any of these cases, if they were to die, or if the daughter did Mion, or if she got divorced, or it turns out she was an islandess. So we brought down Gabe Yibom that all of this, of this, of these daughters, Tsarais, her co-wives would then become Chayev in doing Yibom. They're only Potter because the daughter was an Isser Erva to the brother. Now this daughter who did Mion, that case, who who got her the Kiddush in the first place? If her father was Miskadesh as her, then she wouldn't need Mio and she would need a full-fledged get. She's entirely Miskadesh as. So Elamai, she was Miskadesh herself and that's why you only needed Mio. But you see from here that if she's Miskadesh as herself without her father, there's still a requirement for, for Mion. Kasha, Mion is a Dirabonan divorce. Then this is a Kasha on Ulo, who said you don't even need Mion. But if Khan himself answers his own question, he says, we're talking about a Katana, a daughter who already came into a sense of uh, being a Yasoima while her father was still alive, meaning that she had been married and divorced before this whole ordeal. So she's fully in, in her own resource, even as a Katana. So afterwards, she was Miskadesh's herself to one of the father's brothers, and that's how we landed up with this Yibum situation. Now, if Hamnun asks Akasha, when it comes to an Oma Ivriya, we said that a father's not allowed to sell his daughter to relatives because there's no option of Mion. But Rebbe Lazar holds that he is allowed to sell, it to sell his daughter to a relative. But they both agree that one is allowed to sell his daughter, even if she's an Amona, to a Kayin Gadol, or a Grusha or Chalutza to a Kayin Hedyoit even though they're not allowed to marry. Now, how exactly is this katana and almona that the father is allowed to sell her to a Kohen Gadol? If it was a case where the father was mekadesh her, 
Once she's married, the father can't sell her as an Oma. It must be that she did it herself. She was Muscadish herself. And she still has the din of an Almana. This is Kasha and Ula. The Gemara answers of Amram. Amram Yitzchak says, here we're talking about a, a Kedusha Yud, where they got married, uh, the, the master married this special Yud marriage to his Amma. And this is all a Shita Shabiyush, Rabbi Yehuda, who is the Yachid, who said that she's not getting married to her owner with the original money that the, that the father received. She is being miskadesh herself with the value that her work is. So it's totally herself. It's her own Kedushin. And the father wasn't of Al-Bakhlal. Next, the Gemara says, we learned that if she was miskadesh's midaita without her father's knowledge to the father's brother, and then this uncle dies, and she falls to the brothers for Yibam. So Rav Huna Amarav says that if she had done Maimer, which means that one of the brothers, rather this wasn't one of the, this wasn't one of, the, one of the father's brothers, it was not a case of Yibam. If she had done Maimer, a Kedushin Derabonin with one of the brothers, that the brothers sort of called dibs on her by being Miskadesh or with Maimer, so then she would require three things. Not only get a Chalitza, she would also require Mion to undo that Maimer. She would need to get... Because maybe the father actually wanted the second Kedushin. She would need Khalid because maybe the father wanted the first Kedushin. And she would require Mion in case the father actually approved of both the first and second Kedushin. We don't want people to say that, oh, she married, she was actually fully married and therefore this guy would not be able to marry her sister. So to undo that, we do, we do a Mion to show that there was no marriage there at all. However, if she didn't do Maimir with one of the brothers, with one of the Miyavmim, then she'll only need to do a chalitza. Because what are you going to say? That she has to do a miyun? People aren't going to say that, that she was fully married so he can't marry her sister. Everyone knows that he can't marry the wife of a chalitza. So just chalitza, chalitza will solve that problem. And like Rish Lakir says, marrying the sister of... The Rebbe always said that marrying a sister of a Grusha is an Ismidah Raiza, marrying the sister of a Chalutza. Everyone knows it's Midivir Soifrim. There's not going to be any rumors, any coal going around. He, there's no chance that he's going to marry the sister. It's only an Ismidir Abana, not the Raiza, like an Ashes Grusha. Next thing more says there were two men sitting, either it was under a tree or on mats in Bavel. One of them, they were drinking wine. One of them took his cup of wine. He gave it to his friend and he said, I want this cup of wine to make a kedusha between your daughter and my son. So Ravina says, even according to the man that Amaru holds, that we are worried that maybe the father approves of the daughter being miscadish herself. He's definitely not concerned that the son is going to approve of his father marrying him off. Rashi says that Gavra Dayak Venosev, boys are picked. Here, they're not, they're not as excited to get married. So we can't assume that it's uh, an effective Kedushin. So they're abundant to Ravina. Yeah, but maybe the father is a shliach for the son. My answer is that no son sends his father, has the chutzpah to send his father as his shliach. Yeah, but maybe he had mentioned to his father before that he wants to marry her. So it's not, it's not even, a, it's, uh, it's, it's not a chutzpah for the father to do it for him.
The Ravina answers that Rabbi Bar Simi already said Beferis that Omar Mar. We don't hold like Rav and Shmuel. We don't even hold that. We're that the father wants the marriage to go through for his daughter. We're definitely not Khushis that the son wants this prearranged marriage without his, his consent that his father's doing. So we're not Khushis that there's any sort of Kedushin here. Next, another story. There was a guy. This guy was Mikadash Katana with some vegetables in the market. And Ravino said, even if you hold that maybe there's a shas that the father would approve of his daughter's marriage without him there. Over here, it's not a derech kovet, it's derech bizoyin, the way that this kedushin was done. So it, we're not worried about that the father would approve of it. So there's no kedushin bechlal. Rav Acham, if he says, what's the bizoyin here exactly? Is it that he was Mikadash with vegetables or was Mikadash with uh, in, in the market? Was it the location or the means? So, like, what would happen if he was Mechadashur with money in the market or with vegetables at home? So he answers that actually both of them would be zoned. Either way, would not be something that the father would, uh, would approve of in any situation. Next, the Gemara says, there was someone who tells his wife, I want our daughter to marry my relatives. And the wife said, I want him to marry one of my relatives. So they had this whole uh, conversation. And at the end of the day... He tells her, okay, they can, our daughter can marry your relatives from the mother's side. So they made this whole Kedushin, this whole uh, Suda, before they did any Kedushin. But in the, at this party, one of his relatives takes the daughter up to the attic and is Makadashir. Oh, so what, what now? So there's two ways of looking at this. Abaya says, the Pasuk says, There's never a chance that Kaisrol would ever lie. And if the father said that he wanted the Kedushin to marry, uh, the daughter to marry, from the wife's side, he definitely doesn't approve of someone on his side being Mekadesher. And Rava says that we have a Chazaka, that a person isn't going to make a whole nother Suda. The father just set up the Suda, the Suda is ready to go, and there's no way that he wants it, uh, to, he want, he, there's no way he wants to do it again for someone on his side of the family. The Nafkamina between Abai and Rava would be as if he didn't already make the Suda, then maybe according to Rava, they would make a uh, uh, another suda, and there would be a, sh- a kedushin chal from his side of the family. Maybe the father would be nisratza for that. Next, the Gemara asks, okay, this this katana, she had a kedushin with her father's das. He was totally there for the whole thing, but then the father went overseas, and while he was away, she finished the marriage she uh, had Nisuyan with him so Rav says that she is actually allowed to marry uh, eat the truma of her new Koyan husband until her father comes back and if his father makes a macha then then the marriage would would be off but Rav Asi says no 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 you can't, you can't let her eat the truma because maybe the father will come back he'll make a macha and then it turns out that she was a Yisraelis there's never really a Nisuyan she, was, she wasn't able to marry the, to eat that truma the whole time the mafreya uh, there was a mice when this actually happened, and Ravasi, uh, Rav was, was choshish for Ravasi not to let the daughter eat the chuma. But Rav Shmuel by Yitzchak and uh, Rav even uh, agreed that if sh- uh, the husband were to die, she, uh, if she were to die, the husband wouldn't yarishin her because the money would remain with the chazaka, with the wife, with the father's side. It's only with truma that there's a is because we know that the fact that she can't eat truma is only a gazera that she might feed it to her family. But the ikra adin, she can eat the truma during the uh, just eris and even without nisun. 
Next, the Gemara asks another scenario. She was Miskadeshes with her father's uh, consent. And then she went ahead and did the Nisuin by her, on her own accord with the father there, standing by silently. So how do we look at that? Is that what the father's Ratzon? Rav Huna says, she still can't eat Truma. It's not a good marriage. Uh, we have to be worried that the father doesn't want it to happen. Rav Abba says that she can't. Rav Huna... He, he says that you can't, that she can't eat the truma. Uh, even he says even according to Rab that says that uh, you would be able to when the father's away. But over there, the father wasn't there. That's why Rab allowed it. Over here, the father is here and he's just quiet because he's fuming mad that his daughter is getting married, married without his permission. Rabbi Baba looks at exactly the opposite. He says that the wife, uh, who just yes, she just got married. This katana, she can't eat the truma. Even according to Rab Asi. Because the only side not to eat it was because the father was away. Over here, the father is here and he's silent. It's like a shtika You see that he does approve of the marriage by, by remaining silent. Now the Gemara asks, another scenario if she were to be miskadeshes without her father's permission. And she were to get married without her father's permission, but her father is there for the whole thing. So the hero of Huna says, she's Lari Chumar, Vimebar Abba, says that she cannot. Ula says this word of Rav Huna's two shitas he quotes a pasuk from Mishlei it's like vinegar to my teeth and smoke in my eyes how come over there it was a Kedushan Dairaisa the father approved of it and, and Rav Huna says that she's not allowed to eat Shuma over here when the father is standing here for the entire thing Kol Shikain, she should not be allowed to eat and he therefore holds like Rav Yermia. Rav explains Rav Huna that when the father is there, there's actually more of a reason to assume that she has the Koyach to mar- marry herself because since the father remains silent, it's like he's sort of disowning her and letting her be a Yosoyim Av, and that it's not very nice, not very pleasant, but it does give her the Koyach to marry herself off. That would be Shita Rav Huna. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.